And now, brought to you by Guru Energy Drinks. Good energy, smart organics. www.guruenergy.com Coming to you live, but not really live, from Gut Check World Headquarters in the capital city of a boxing glove-shaped state and Gut Check South Command, deep in the belly button above the buckle of the Bible belt, it's the Gut Check Podcast with your hosts, Ted Cluck and Zach Bartles. Hey there, welcome to the Gut Check Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, he is Zach Bartles, and uh, we appreciate you because this is, uh, Zach, this is shaping up to be a little bit of a, a fan appreciation ep today, man. Episode 40, the Jacob Hale episode. Oh, Jake, man, the, the, the Jakester. We love this guy. And, uh, and why do we love Jacob Hale? Talk about that. Well, here's the thing. We love him because he's uh, a member of the Gut Check Army, and, and it's like how you love all your children. Yeah. Um, but if you have a lot of children, you probably love one of them more sort than the others, favorites, you know? And yeah, and he's sort of that like favored child as it were. We have Is a it? few, we have a few, uh, you know, who's kind of stand out, uh, top of the homeschool class. Yeah, um, right. you know, Chuck Weebus, oh, we've got, Chuck. Uh, you know, Corey we Anderson, who's sending us the devices. Yeah. We, who's this guy sending us devices? His name's Corey about. Anderson. He's, he's sending okay. us the, we talked about the, the phones and stuff. And then oh, of course right. there's Kevin Rutledge who, uh, is Rowdy. continually buying, uh, books from me. Oh, um, that's fantastic. in fact, I've got them on my desk right now. Uh, okay. they'll be there by Christmas, man. He's, Dude, he's I, got uh, inscriptions designated that all involve the gut check army, which is awesome. Fantastic! He's expanding the army wherever he is, man. That's uh, that that's great. That's the model, you know. I yeah, mean, yeah. And the forced expansion by the sword. Yeah. When when we sit down and and really when we planned out our like pyramid scheme that is this company, sort <laughs> which of, which is to say, when we played Settlers of Catan. Settlers of Catan and, and talked about how we were going to colonize Nebraska and create a pyramid scheme company called Gut Check Press. Um, when we give the little presentations to people, that's what we, that's really what we envision uh, is, is a guy like Ruddy, you know, sharing the opportunity with his family, getting people in his own downstream, uh, which is in fact downstream of us. So, um, and you know, we had a few people who were, uh, nicely uh, weighing in on the music. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, they've fallen back out of favor because they're, they're not useful anymore. That's right, man. That's right. <laughs> if you didn't notice, last time we went back to the old uh, standby music that we own the copyright to uh, yeah. because we don't want to go to jail or be sued. And uh, it came to our attention. Silly that, us. Yeah. Our understanding of, of fair use and such uh, was built on some reckless people and, and what they were doing. So Right, right. One thing I did learn is that if we discuss the, the music in any way, Okay. Uh, if if it, it, there, fair use is if it's a parody, it's safe. Yes. If we if it's for critique, so analysis, if we, yeah, yeah. If we if we bring it up, we go, oh, that was a great song. Remember that it makes me feel like you know yeah. anything. I think that okay. makes it about the song rather than the song right. being there to create the mood and vibe. Um, makes it and we fair can game. use it. We yeah. should just start doing a recurring segment every app where we. So we pick like the the '90s song to open and close the episode, and then we just talk about it for a couple minutes. Yeah, I like it. I like I mean, it a lot. That's so easy. Like, why? Why not do that? You because, know? Yeah, and '90s songs uh, all make me feel huge. I mean, late '90s. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they make me feel like I'm much more muscular than I really am because they fill me with life. Dude, um, yes, they're life giving, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. And and you know that that gives uh, you know a job. It, it was funny. The the army got downsized for a minute there, and and uh, Michael Woodard, Woodward, Woody. Woodard, Woodard. Um, 
who in a true complimentarian fashion uh, hijacks his wife's Amazon account uh, <laughs> to nice. say fawning things about us, uh, he has a job again. Uh, okay. And that is, uh, tell us what, what 90s music it is you want to hear. Okay, so he's our, uh, he's like our lieutenant of, of 90s music. Right. So. He's like DJ lieutenant. DJ lieutenant. I love it. Only in the gut check army do you get, uh, a distinction like that, uh, like nice. DJ lieutenant. So he'll, you know, when we, when we finally have an army gala, which I envision, you know, like a, like a ball. You know, they do that in... Uh, in it's like, inevitable, yeah. They do that in, like, military movies. And, and here's what I'm envisioning, Zach. The thing where, like, they have the they have all the balloons that fall down from the ceiling. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I want that. I okay. want to have a gut check ball. I want balloons falling from the ceiling. And I want, like, a... Like, a, like, uh, like Benny Goodman playing, uh, you know, jazz from uh-huh. the front. You know, is that too much to ask? Here's what I'm envisioning vis-a-vis yeah. that. For some reason, my wife is working in like a really sad place where they like steam clothes or something. Yeah, right. Like and a right before the uh, the big ball, I walk in in full gut check army dress uniform, meaning mm-hmm. in a three piece suit. Yes. With a cigar lit in my teeth, yes. and I pick her up and I carry her out. And yeah. she never has to go back there. In fact, she doesn't even work there. She just went there so I could do that, and everyone yeah, right. wonders who she is and why she's there. And you're like, I'm getting you out of this. And she's like, I was never really in this to begin with. But that's not important. What's important is the is the symbolism. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Dude, and you know what I envision? I envision <laughs> us having like a like a fighter plane for the company. You know what I mean? Like a like a P fifty one Mustang, this like an old propeller one. Realistic, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Like a like a propeller one, not the jets, but like you say, like a World War One fighter plane. Yeah, I envision my lady being like, you know, painted onto the nose of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In like, mm-hmm. uh, but but not wearing like 1920s fashion, but wearing like, uh, like like fishnet stockings and like cut off shorts and like a cable knit sweater and and work boots from the 90s. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I feel like the natural next progression for this, I think would, that would, would not the- be uh, radio worthy. So let's keep these things then, kind of. We'll, we'll treasure them hearts. in our hearts. Yeah, we'll we'll hide them in our hearts until such a day when. As a company, we're able to make the the balloon and the and the sweatshop and the uh, and the the nose art uh, thing come true. You know. Also, everyone buy our books for Christmas for each other. Do that. Dude, yeah, that's a really it's a really earnest word from you, but but really apropos right now, I think. The last know? con playing saints. Everybody buy my uh, my ebook short stories. God rest you, Motor City. Ted, what do you got out right now? Baby, I have two brand new football books out as of this fall. One is called Pastime. Uh, one is called Three Week Professionals about the 1987 NFL strike. Nice. Um, those would both make uh, fabulous Christmas gifts, as would uh, as would anything on the back list. Uh, and then, of course, uh, the Gut Check Guide to Publishing being the ultimate. That's like the Santa gift. You know what I mean? That's the big one that, like, you know, you come down the stairs on Christmas morning and it's and it's there under the tree. You Your know face what I mean? lights That's- up. Yeah, yeah, your face lights up as you see the Gut Check Guide to Publishing underneath uh, your Christmas tree. It's wrapped, but in a way where the shape still tells you what's in it. The shape still tells you what it is. Yeah, like it's a, like you know it's a bike, and you know it's the Gut Check Guide to Publishing, <laughs> but yet you're still super excited. The distinctive excited. shape that it has. Yeah, yeah, that distinctive, like, small book shape. You know? Do you think you're ever going to write another Christian book? Oh, yeah, sure. I'm sure Okay, it seemed like... Uh, you, the the kind of thrust of your your career was definitely going back toward your roots in the the sports writing world, right? Lately, yeah. yeah. And Dude, I, I, I wonder would, if that was just a coincidence or or if that was kind of. I would like to think I'm I'm just kind of between two worlds, you know. <laughs> nice. There you go. There, that's a reference to something, isn't it? 
so we've been we've been uh, uh, appropriately chastened, and uh, and now we're back to to what I love, man. I, I love that it. old tune. Yeah, we could. It's our you know, went win it. I would have to I would have to talk to another podcasting mogul, uh, which who we both know uh, about getting the went win it. But uh, and, former and I keep podcasting mogul. You know, regarding that other podcast, I, I keep hearing rumblings of there being new intro music, but nothing's materialized. So, well, I mean, couldn't Ronnie like compose something specifically? Dude, Ronnie's got archives of you know stuff that he hasn't even released that we could use, but uh, he's he's uh, he's holding that close to the vest, man. I don't know what. And now it is the happy rant. I love it, baby. I love it. You know what else I love, man? You. Uh, you have a way of of sending fawning reviews to me at just the right time um, during the week. For or such a time as this, man. For such a time as this, and you sent me a a brand new review of the podcast, um, the, which you found somewhere, and um, I, I'd like to read it. So uh, I want to get back to Jacob Hale. I feel like we've got a piece of uh, Hale related correspondence. Hale coming. mail. Hale mail, and then I want to talk more about the actual gift, the love gift that he bestowed on our company. Uh, a love gift. That's spectacular. It's a love gift. That's Zach, such a Christian way to put it. Yeah, it's a Christian way to put it's it. Free will offering. It's a free gotcha. will offering that he gave to the program, and uh, and I want to get back to that. But first, I want to I want to read this amazing review uh, entitled "Funny Stuff." Um, five star review by Lightning Seven Wolf. So uh, I can only imagine what uh, what Lightning Seven Wolf looks like. But here's the here's the review. <laughs> Hold on, back up. What do you imagine that Lightning Seven Wolf looks like? All right. Well, here, here's what I'm imagining, and, and you correct me <laughs> if your imagination is wrong. But you know those like creepy '80s vans with like the airbrushed wolf on the side. <laughs> I'm envisioning Lightning Seven Wolf being the kind of person who drives like an airbrushed wolf van, like a conversion van. You know what I mean? With like a little a little wet bar in the back with like like carpet. You know, sort of like an Uncle Rico band, but with better art on the yeah, outside. Yeah, like, like an Uncle Rico band with better art, with wolf art. I could, I could see that. I guess. I mean, Lightning Seven Wolf does bring to mind uh, any number of. I, I guarantee there's like a uh, dream catcher hanging from uh, <laughs> the the rearview oh, mirror, despite no no real uh, uh, Native American genes yeah, heritage right I don't know why are we making fun of this person based on know. nothing when they person. like love our our yeah we program. love this person so you know what i apologize lightning seven yeah wolf. lightning seven wolf we we love you and your appearance even though we don't know what that is <laughs> in any way um and we also love your review which i'm going to read right now here it is five stars uh called funny stuff uh so i binge listened to all of gut checks podcast for the past few weeks while working on lashing projects nice. you know again Huge, huge points for like self-referential, you know, stuff. That's our jam. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, lo- I love how lashing has taken on a life of its own. So uh, I've listened to all of Gut Check's podcasts while working on lashing projects, and by lashing projects, I mean housework. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm a stay-at-home mom. Oh, I, I think that. your picture might have been wrong, dude. Yeah, I think it, I think it may have been wrong. Actually, like 180 degrees. I'm a I'm a stay-at-home mom. I'm probably not the typical listener to this podcast, but these guys are really funny in a reformed Christian kind of way. The Downton Abbey discussions are great, and I look Mm. forward to hearing what they have to say about the final season. I look forward to that as well. Uh, I know what you were thinking. Reformed Christians in Downton Abbey? Trust me, it works. 
The only thing missing is more readings of RHE tweets, <laughs> preferably with only the host doing the reading. She she likes that, man. She likes it when you and I play it straight and we read the tweets. Yeah, she doesn't like like the uh, presidential readers or, or like readers uh, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken. See, I love when Chris comes to the studio and does the reading. You know, <laughs> that guy, he's just a he's a favorite of mine. Um, but you know what I also love are people who just say fawning and nice things about us. So, Absolutely. In light of that, I'll probably not invite Chris Walken back to the studio and probably just begin doing this myself again. Uh, she says this. She ends with, seriously, there should be at least one reading of the RHE tweets per episode, if not more. And that's uh, that's the end. So, Lightning Seven Wolf, uh, you are the greatest. Um, I'm sure you love your van. Awesome. We love your van, which is probably a silver Honda Odyssey if you're a stay-at-home <laughs> mom. Uh, with nothing airbrushed on the side. <laughs> Besides some dings and scrapes from like kids' bikes being leaned up against it and so forth. And like coffee's being spilled along the side of it. This is getting worse the more I say, isn't it? No, I'm just going to stand back and let it happen, man. Go for it. Keep going. No, no, I'm good. I'm done. I'm done now. I'm done with that. Well, baby, let's get back to, uh, let's get back to our, uh, our appreciation of, uh, of one Jacob Hale. Now, uh, I want you to tell the listeners, because Hans Booby, this is radio, not television, what you received from Hale in descriptive language, because I have not yet seen it. Since we're uh, we're in different locales, uh, this will be sort of like Christmas for me when I get to uh, when I get to see it in in a couple of weeks. Oh, you didn't get the picture I, I texted you? Well, I got the picture, but it was small. You know, it yeah, was like very small phone. and very crappy because I have a flip yeah. phone. Yes, tell us about what you uh, what you got in the mail. Well, I'll put the flip phone pick up on the the episode. Uh, yeah. So you can appreciate the resolution and the pictures. Absolute. But uh, yeah, I, I've been getting uh, done tons of both my wife and I have been getting tons of uh, packages. That's the word I yeah. couldn't think of, Ted. Yeah, yeah. Tons of packages in the mail every day because it's <laughs> Christmas time, and you know we hate our local economy and want to destroy it by buying Absolutely. everything from Amazon. Apparently, me too. Uh, <laughs> and uh, or, or I tried to go to the outdoor mall, Frandor, near my house the other day, yes, and there was I... zero parking spots. And I was like, "Well, oh. the heck with this." Yeah, right, man. Um, See, for so... me, buying local really means like the most local place for me is you know my my office. <laughs> so. <laughs> It gets no more local than that, being that like I'm in the room just with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's local. It's like it's connected to your fingers, really. Yeah, it's connected to my fingers. It gets no more local than that. <laughs> <laughs> and you're thinking globally because the the stuff is coming from China. So I'm thinking globally. So I'm helping China. I'm helping me, and I'm buying locally. So um, and I'm not spending any gas. So so yesterday, amongst the packages was a box, and I see that it's from Jacob Hale. Yeah. And I'm going, why is that name familiar? I know Jacob Hale. What, what, who's that? And then as I open it and I see the kind of metallic humidipack envelope within. Oh, yes. And, and, and I mean, this thing is big. It's not, you know yeah. how like you go to the cigar shop and they give you, uh, you know, right, two right. cigars and like, I hear this will get you, you know, up north or whatever. Yeah. This thing is big. And uh, I pull it out and I remember who he is and why that name is, is such, has such a dear place in my heart and mind yeah. as I pull it out. Such a sweet sound to our ears. Oh, and such a sweet smell came out of that envelope, man. Oh, dude. And, so, so tell me, talk to me. What are we looking at? Well, I dumped them all out on the table and and uh, sent you a picture of them, and then I had to go to church, and so I uh, put them in my humidor, and uh, I didn't I didn't get a very good uh, inventory, but okay. nothing in the thing, uh, nothing in the package failed to make me excited. Awesome. There's awesome. no junk, and there's nothing that's just unremarkable. There's there's he asked us what our favorites were, and we yeah. got to apologize right now, Ted. 
What, what for, baby? But, or but continually I'm making kind of smart alecky, wiseacery comments about how someone had said they would send us cigars and then and then never did. Right. We were passive aggressive about this. We, we were, but it was rewarded. That's is the terrible thing. of us. <laughs> that's awful of us. That's I, terrible I'm, of us. That's terrible. Uh, terrible of us as people. You know. <laughs> and, and what's more, it's terrible of us as moguls. Dude, we need to lean into this big time right now together and say, uh, Jacob Hale, we apologize for being the kind of moguls who use passive aggressive <laughs> language on our podcast. About- Except we're not sorry because it worked and, and you sent it to us. Right. Um, so, so in, in a sense, if Jacob Hale is sort of like the girl in high school who dates jerks, even though they keep <laughs> treating her badly. And we're the jerks, yeah. Yeah. And, and in this illustration, we're the, we're the high school jerks. Like, I wonder if we continue to sort of verbally abuse. <laughs> Jacob Hale, if he, if he would keep sending us stuff. You know what I mean? And baby, oh. you know, I'm just totally thinking out loud right now. This is like stream of consciousness, but do you think that would work? Uh, I I, I kind of doubt it. I don't know. The kind of person that, that works at a smoke shop kind of seems to me like the kind of person who'd be like... He would uh, see through that, wouldn't yeah, he? Yeah, and probably yeah. kind of lean back into us on it. And, yeah, uh, yeah, say, he would lean into uh, us in an uncomfortable... Buy your own cigars. and Man, yeah. this is going to last a while, though. Oh, dude, I'm so stoked, man. It's going to be like, it's literally going to be like Christmas. It is going to be Christmas, but right. it's going to be like gut check Christmas when I come up there, man, because we're going to have so much stuff to divvy up and, uh, and so much to work on and so many like live gags to record. So, uh, let's, if you don't mind, man, let's talk about my visit a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that your excitement, uh, vis a vis this can be yeah. summed up in the, the return text I got when I sent you the picture. Yeah. Which was, yes. Exclamation mark times five. A free cigar bonanza. (laughs) It is. It's a free cigar bonanza. (laughs) Because that's a word that people use. And and you know, even before we got these, you said last week you felt that our cup runneth over free stuff wise. Um, I think at this point, it's almost embarrassing, you know? No, well, no, it's it's great. It's it's what I always envisioned is what it is. You know, I mean, it just took a year. (laughs) It took a year, but we're finally getting to that point where. You know, we're going to be going through a bunch of old communications crap, free cigars. I mean, this is this is Christmas morning for our company, Zach. Dude, the day that I mentioned that I didn't have your newest book, and then I yeah. got it in the mail, not from your publisher, but from Weebus. Weebs. I thought, what what have we done to be blessed with such great? Dude, uh, seriously, friends? yeah. All kidding aside, man, what have we done to be to be blessed? Nobody, nobody in radio, and by radio I mean dot 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 no no you know nobody in this has fans as good as we have exactly you know? yes we have, the, we have the best fans in the world i feel like what's the what's the band equivalent you know what i mean i've, I've been trying to think of like you know the band with a loyal following who follows well, them they're everywhere. all obnoxious bands that's true is on one, you know on one hand so so it's like your fish yeah oh, yeah or, fish. i don't know who do people wait forever and and you know even after the band gets really bad people still love them yeah um yeah. U2. Oh, U2. Dude, they're terrible now. But the difference is that rather than, you know, fans who are like, oh, U2, we have friends, man. And, yeah. and, and the brothers in arms who, we have uh, friends, we have brothers in arms, and, uh, and we appreciate them. So, uh, so baby, I'm going to be up there, uh, in a few short days, and, uh, we're going to be recording some, uh, some live bits, man. So what's our, uh, what's our schedule? What's our agenda? You know, I, <laughs> here's the thing. Yeah. You and I have a very common refrain, which is, let's let the broads work it out. Yes. Um, which would sound like a jerk thing to say. Except that it? our wives are, are kind of terrible at this sort of thing. You know what I mean? My wife, she Really? Makes, yeah. So. She, make, 
you know what she does? She makes TV plans. You know what I mean? How like uh, how like on TV on a on a show like Friends or Seinfeld. <laughs> stay with me, baby. On a show like Friends or Seinfeld or whatever, they'd be like, "Oh yeah, let's uh, you know, let's get together at the diner," and there would be no discussion of when or what time or what day or whatever. It was just TV plans, and it would work out. Like I feel like that's what KK does. Like she. She she goes the step of saying let's get together, but then it it becomes incumbent upon you and me to actually like plan what actually happens. You know See, what I mean? That's kind of the opposite of how I, I've I've noticed things working. It, wherein you and I will be like let's get together, and then one of us will say let's let. And, and what I meant was it sounds jerky to call our wives the broads, except that it's a you know term of endearment it's a term that they're of both familiar with and okay with, and yeah. that your wife yeah. came out with a book called The Saucy Broad, which she herself yeah. titled. But, totally um, fair game. Yeah, but uh, you know, then, then we we kind of leave it in their court, and I'm always you know, like, we're I always know when we're supposed to get together because my wife tells me because yeah. they they generally did. Um, Dude, I think at some point I just sort of I put that on them. You know what I mean? I was like, you know what? I'm running my own company. I'm I'm a pod <laughs> I'm a podcasting personality. I can't be troubled with people are know, sending me cigars. What am I supposed me to cigars. like? Pick I'm, up I'm the getting, phone like an aminal. Yeah, I'm, aminal. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I have I an earache, man. Leave first. me alone. I have an you know? ear infection. Yeah, yeah. Baby, my ear infection's way better. I don't know if you can tell. But, <laughs> I can you know, tell. I feel like a million bucks today. I'm, I'm in good shape. <laughs> but, um... So we're getting together. What I was suggesting was we record a full app. <laughs> yeah. And we do like an hour of like the kind of gags that you were talking about last week. Taco type things. Right. Uh, stuff where we got to so be present. Type. I have some lashing stuff to show you. Oh, I would love some to projects. see some flashing uh, projects, man. I would, I, I would love nothing more. Ted, I know it's a, a a trip, but I wonder if you might bring something to show me that I can laugh at along uh, with our listeners. Dude, I think I think that's a distinct possibility. All right, all right, all right. Uh, and I will be I will be in thought and and prayer about what that might be, because <laughs> um, I, I want it to be the right thing. You know, I want I want it to be the right thing. Now, speaking of of things that people have potentially. Do, do, <laughs> Isn't that a nice segue? Isn't that a nice that is radio brilliant, thing? Brilliant, man! I love radio. How do you do what you do? You I, know? you know what? It's just, it's a gift. Um, I, I would be remiss to call it anything but. Um, now, don't you have a piece of correspondence from one uh, Jacob Hale? We keep looping back around to to that gentleman, but here it is, man. This came in the box with the cigars. Dear Mister President and Secretary of the Interior. Mm. I like how it's formal like that. I like the for, the formality. We're losing that as a culture. You know what I mean? <laughs> he was wearing a suit when he typed this, too. I guarantee I love it. it. Sorry for the wait. See, now I feel like an even bigger jerk. I know. But you know what? We've already apologized. It's it's done. <laughs> yeah, i got to learn to just you know accept the grace. So yeah. I got yeah. caught up in holidays and wedding planning and sickness and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Anyway, I hope... Maybe he had an ear infection like me. <laughs> He was down, you know, the little champ. He, he got yeah, through it, yeah. though. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you enjoy these fine cigars. I included some that you said you enjoyed and several that are some of my own favorites at the moment. Wow. Huntsville is a bit of a trip for y'all, but if you ever find yourselves down this way, stop in, and I'll make sure you get what you need at a good price. We're the Cigar Room in Madison, Alabama. So if anyone is anywhere near the Cigar Room in Madison or Huntsville, Alabama, that area... Go you know there what, now gonna, and buy a crap ton of cigars. I'm going to look this up because I'm going to be in Alabama in late January for a uh, for a work thing. Oh, dude, you got to go. You got to yeah, go wanna, in there. I want to see. Uh, I want to see where this town uh, resides, man. 
Uh, thank you both for many laughs from the podcast and books and good hours driving listening to the podcast. I've enjoyed reading both your books uh, and still love to go back and reread some. 42 Months Dry is one of my favorites of yours, Zach. And Hello, I Love You always hits my heart and my fiance and I are set on adoption when we get a little older and are actually married. Wow, very cool. Man. Yeah. Very, very cool. I've also attached a rough draft of my novel, which I think would be a great addition to Gut Check. It's full of thrills, poignancy, sarcasm, relevance, heart courage, God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, regular spirit, school spirit, teen <laughs> spirit, buzz, buzzwords, funny words, regular words, holy words, and spicy club sauce. <laughs> of course, I'm kidding. <laughs> Enjoy the smokes. Lieutenant Tobacco Officer of the Gut Check Army, Jacob Hale. Wow, dude, that was amazing. Heck yeah, dude, Jacob Hale. Jake. I think Jacob Hale needs a uh, rank increase, my my friend. He needs to he needs he to be promoted. He needs to be promoted within uh, within the army that we have here, and and uh, we will do that. We will get on that post haste. Right. I, I I dub him a major general. That's a thing, I, right? I like it, man. Major general sounds like a thing for sure, and it sounds like a thing that he needs to be. Um, <laughs> Now we've got two more uh, two more little pieces of business to take care of. One of which is um, the continuation of our 35 week gut check literacy month, uh, mm-hmm. according to the Mayan Aztec Hebrew calendar. Um, and we've got uh, we've got another great chapter queued up uh, for you. Uh, but before that, baby, I'd like to ask uh, a little bit of pastoral advice from you, man. Oh yeah, it's been a while yeah. since uh, you've you've taken advantage of the fact that that you know, I know. you it's and like I a, are, are such close friends, and I'm and I'm a man of the cloth. Man of the cloth. It's like a little counseling sesh here. Uh-huh. But uh, so I've been spending a lot of time on the phone lately with uh, with Ronnie Martin on the other podcast, and Ronnie is sort of he's very outward about how amazing Christmas is for him. Okay. You know, yeah, I, I've seen the pictures on Facebook of Ronnie's oh, yeah. Christmas. Yeah, I mean, you've seen the magazine quality pictures and, mm-hmm. and felt, you know, probably the mixture of envy and, and hatred and, and all that 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 arises. Right. But yeah, there really, there are women who actually have entire Pinterest boards just of Ronnie's Christmas. You know, <laughs> I believe it, man. I believe it. I would love to see that. But it occurred to me like Christmas is sort of a struggle for me in that I think I I don't I think I don't know how to relax is what I'm trying to get mm. at. You know what I mean? I think I have trouble relaxing. And even it occurred to me that even a lot of my quote unquote leisure activities are sort of productive. You know what I mean? And even in my leisure, I want to be accomplishing things and and producing. And I think this is why, like, I have trouble in true Ronnie Martin fashion, like just putting on a sweater and like kicking my feet up in front of a fire and like enjoying Christmas. And then, of course, photographing it 85 times. No, actually, he has on retainer like a professional photographer who just follows him around. Yeah, he has like um, like a Pulitzer Prize winning photographer to, <laughs> to snap the Christmas moments, as it were. Well, well, but, Ted, give me an example of uh, what what are the kind of things that you're tempted to do that are that are productive uh, when you I should will. be with so, your like, family, kind of killing time. Even in my like leisure reading, I, I want the book to be sort of something that feeds me as a writer. You know what I mean? Okay. So like something that stylistically I can draw from, or like I want it to be a book that I'm like teaching later in the semester or whatever. So. Um, so there's that. And even, even like movie watching, like I, I want to watch directors that, you know, that sort of feed me creatively. And, and, you know, my, my wife, God bless her actually kind of confronted me with this, like this, this whole, like you struggle with holidays because you can't relax thing. And I just wondered, uh, wondered if you had any wisdom or insight for me on that. Well, I don't want to create any more marital strife than your, your Christmas vibe has already sounds like it's created, but it's not strife, man. I mean, it's truly just like, she's trying to help me. You know what I mean? Because here's where I would go with that. Okay. Uh, relaxing is for wimps. 
<laughs> did, did you just say that? <laughs> a la the schoolyard when we were in like middle school? <laughs> Unbelievable, dude. Because here's the thing, man. Thanksgiving time, for yeah. example. Um, if If I'm going to get together with a bunch of people at someone else's house, which admit it when there's a bunch of people in anyone else's house, yeah. it's a little uncomfortable. You know, sure. for me it is, you know, I, I if I'm going to totally relax, I want it just to be on my couch and I can, you know, yeah. whatever I could have my robe on or I can, you know, put my bare feet up on the pillow and, and nobody, I don't feel weird about it. Yeah. So I, I try to go the opposite direction at Thanksgiving. You have the Thanksgiving, uh, co- and I know you asked about Christmas, but this is yeah, you know, no. by way of getting there. No, it applies. Yeah. Uh, at Thanksgiving, you have the, the, the turkey coma. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ever since I was about 17 years old, my philosophy has been, in fact, before there were Facebook uh, statuses, there was yeah. your, your Vax. Uh, it wasn't called a status, but it was whatever it was attached to your name. Remember that? In Vax. College? Oh, dude, I love Vax. What did they call the Vax? Uh, I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you, but I, but I like the memory. You when know, you I... did the command to list everyone who was online at the moment, it would have their little <laughs> tagline. And uh, mine, uh, starting my freshman year, every Thanksgiving was... Uh, drink Jolt Cola with Thanksgiving dinner. Fight the turkey coma. And oh, the idea that's clever. was, yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go the opposite, man. I'm I, okay. I don't want to, and I know you do, and maybe this is part of the solution for you. But I don't want to sit there and watch quote unquote the game, um, yeah. because there are <laughs> quote the game or actually the game. <laughs> well, you know the game meaning that's what people call a particular game. Yeah, right. uh, and so I don't want to watch just the game, whatever it happens to be. I only want to watch. MSU versus U of M or, right. you know, the Super Bowl or the All-Star game or if the Tigers are doing really good, specific games. So specific whatever games. happens games to be. You have some, yeah, you have a dog in the fight. So to right. Speak. So the the game, did you see the game? The answer is invariably no. Did you yeah. see the MSU game yesterday because, you know, they're possibly going to be uh, ranked number one? Well, yeah. So, so I don't want to watch, quote unquote, the game. Yeah. I don't want to... Uh, you know, just lay there feeling ridiculous, and I'll fall asleep like on my parents' floor and feel like an idiot. Yeah. Forget all that. So I'll have myself four or five coffees. Yeah. I'll have, you know, these days I'll have a guru. Oh, yeah. oh, and aside, I found another box of guru. Nice. So you hadn't drank through all no, your... No, and it's the original, and I had oh, okay. two of them today. And, dude, Dude, I the original it. tastes so good. Oh, my gosh, dude. Yeah, I... it, it's a toss-up, which is better, the light or the original. I know. They're both, they're both heavenly. Um, and, and so, you know, I, I, I'm thinking perhaps instead of fighting against this, you know, need to be productive, man, just embrace it. Why don't you go buy like one of those, uh, uh, I got my son a, he's obsessed with Corvette Stingrays all of a sudden. I got him and, and me kind of, uh, for Christmas, one of these models you make together. Oh, those are fun. Yeah. Get something money like a fighter jet or something and make it with your sons, uh, you know, Tristan and Maxim together. And then you have been productive, but you've also spent time with family and you also haven't felt like you wasted a day, you know, slack jawed on the couch because that's probably at the end of the day, what's, what's, you know, in your craw, you don't want to look back at the day and go, well, it was Christmas and I did the Christmas stuff, but I really didn't enjoy it because it was all just one big slack jawed blur. Dude, right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I think you're right, man. I think uh, I think there's a happy medium there, you know, where I can I can sort of be productive uh, in that way, but but not like in a work sort of way. And drink guru. And drink guru. Yeah, because that will help me relax for sure because it's organic. And gurus yeah. are a sponsor, and they're amazing. They are our sponsor. They are amazing. They're they're like the original Jacob Hale. You know what I mean? <laughs> in that they made something. You know, boxes, packages appear on our on our front porches uh, a long time ago, even even before Hale. 
Well, baby, let's uh, let's bring this this uh, this really joyous episode. You know, I feel like it's it's sort of like that feeling you get when you see your kid ride a bike for the first time. You know what I mean? It's just a, your your heart is full, and uh, and that's I, how I feel. I can't relate, man. My kid has no interest in learning to ride his bike. No, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I'm sorry if that's painful. No, I'll, we actually uh, told him he will be learning to ride the bike this summer because we bought the bike at his yeah, behest. Yeah. yeah, at this point, the bike is like. <laughs> costing you so you know we, we need to get get our money's worth out of the bike i'm gonna spite um, force him to ride the bike that's right yeah and kids respond so well to that <laughs> when they can sense your your hatred of the fact that they haven't yet ridden the bike you know <laughs> yeah. that just it, it creates the warm wonderful moments that we're uh, that we're talking about but well here's the thing ted i don't know what your your current living situation looks like i've seen pictures of the house but not the neighborhood yeah. but yeah. like your old uh your house in grand ledge it was on a cul-de-sac yeah, and the kids could just go nuts and run and ride the ride bikes around, run around. That was a great setup, right? We're on a, a highway, kind yes. of, because we weren't yeah. thinking we were going to have kids when we moved there. So yeah. he knows he's not going to be able to just hop on the bike and ride yeah. away. So you so, guys have to make a commitment to ride the bike. Like you have to drive into Michigan State like in the evening and find an empty parking lot or whatever to. to <laughs> well, there get. are biking trails too, but yeah, there are. really, we need to just disassemble the bike and put it in like large backpacks and hike it somewhere. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Reassemble it. You know what? That's convenient. I mean, that's just a fun day for people. You can feel productive that way. Kind of lash the bike to myself. <laughs> lash the bike to yourself, which is really what the backpack is. It's just a giant lashing mechanism. Oh, Ted, you know? when you're at my place and we're recording, you have to look at my bike. Oh, okay. Why? Because it's got a lot of stuff lashed to it. Oh, dude, I can't wait. Yeah, bikes are, are really good for lashing. They're lashables, if you They're will. They're lashables, dude. <laughs> can, you, can you just, can you, I, I know I should wait, but can you give me a little teaser of like what you've got last year? No, bike? I'm not going to. I'll just tell you that it involves zip ties, Velcro, uh, yes. different kinds of tape. Okay, nice. <laughs> tape is the original, tape is like the vintage lashing supply. You right, know? yeah. Well, I feel like duct tape is like a, a, the the kind of lower class lashing supply. Like it's good it in a pinch, or you know, yeah. when you. But but if Which you're you got, a serious you got lashing, better to lash with. You know, <laughs> you can turn to that. But only advanced only. lashing, though, you frown upon that. Yeah, advanced like masters and doctorate level lashing, which is what we're into <laughs> as a company. You know. <laughs> It's fun to be able to look down on people who don't lash as well as us. You know, I did my postdoctoral lashing work <laughs> at Johns Hopkins. You, you, had, you had a little lashing postdoc at Johns Hopkins. You know, it's a great, it's an amazing experience. It looks good on a resume. You know, <laughs> and it's convenient. You know, in the day to day, you 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 presented your lashing white paper at uh, Southern Baptist Theological <laughs> Seminary. All right, man. What uh, shall we do this here? The dude, uh, chapter six. We've got uh, we've got Gut Check Literacy Month. Um, this is an amazing thing, an amazing opportunity for you to listen to, uh, to us read our, our great novel, Re-Raptured, which, uh, is a, an end times dispensational thriller, uh, which would make an amazing Christmas gift for anyone in your family, uh, at all, regardless of what their interests are. All right. So why don't you be, um, Father Vince, Okay. I will be the, uh, titular character <laughs> of this. <laughs> Nothing. Are you laughing because that sort of sounds dirty? <laughs> yes, I am. I was hoping you'd just allow me to have that and not not like draw it to anyone's attention. I'll, I'll cut okay. it out. No, you don't have to cut it. Out. I wasn't going to anyway. Yeah. Okay. Um. So so this is chapter six, Rabbi Pastor. Okay. And and of course this calls back to the the uh, prologue in which we right. met Father Vincent and uh, he got knocked. We didn't know if it was dead or unconscious. 
yeah. uh, by one see, uh, doctor. Novel, the novel is cohesive that way. Yeah, you know? no, like, it really it, is. And we tightened it back up when we turned it from the one book into Re-Rapture. Into so. the other book. Yeah, yeah. Well, enough about our novel. Let's read the novel. <laughs> All right. Father Vince tenderly rubs his bandaged head and winces in pain. After bashing him over the skull, the Bible scholar had rifled through the priest's pockets and then left him in the alley, presumably for dead. Vince had lay there for a few minutes, gathering his strength before pulling himself to his feet. However powerful the older man's legs, Van Shrimpy's arms had only been able to draw up a goose egg with the bricks. <laughs> <laughs> that was almost 12 hours ago. Things seem different in the daylight. Vince sips his latte. He hates these Nancy coffee drinks, but for some reason feels like a cheapskate if he spends less than five bucks at a coffee shop. A meeting in his study at the church would have suited him fine, but Rabbi Pastor Avraham had insisted on a public place. We need to talk. Father Vincent had groaned into his cell phone after dragging himself back to his car. Okay, Rabbi Pastor Avraham had replied. <laughs> I know the best little spark and steam-filled alley where... They'd settled on the Cup Overfloweth Cafe, a non-denominational <laughs> Christian coffee house in a strip mall three blocks oh, from the Episcopal up. Church at nine the next morning. And now it's nine on the nose, as Rabbi Pastor Avraham enters the small cafe and slinks smoothly into the seat across from his unlikely friend, the priest. Avraham is out of breath. Please excuse me, my wife needed the car, so I had to run all the way here. Sometime I think you priests are lucky that you can't get married. Father Vince sighs. <laughs> I'm Episcopo. Oh, I didn't do the sigh. <laughs> <sighs> I'm Episcopo. You know what? Never mind. No, Ted, it's, it's, he starts to say I'm Episcopal, and then he just stops. Oh, it's, it's, I, I, I put I'm, Joe Episcopo's name in there. I don't know why I did that. Joe, you put Joe Episcopo. I'm Joe Episcopo. <laughs> Joe Episcopo. <laughs> I'm Episcopo. You know what? Never mind. <laughs> Look, we need now I'm seeing him in like that kind of like I know. hammer pants, you know. Yeah, yeah, the hammer pants and like the weird looking eyes and so forth. <laughs> I saw Joe Piscopo on like I was in like a Pizza Hut and they had like the requisite flat screen TVs going with the news and sure. the dude was in a suit being like interviewed about like presidential candidates and I was like, what, what is happening? He's a political scholar now. I guess yeah. after Dennis Miller, everybody thinks that's the yeah. way to go if you're a has been SNL guy. But okay, Maybe sorry. He did his postdoc in political lashing. <laughs> um, okay, so let's do this again. Father Vince sighs. <sighs> I'm a Pisca. You know what? Never mind. Look, we need to talk about your proposition the other day. I'm thinking our little meeting is the reason I was attacked last night. Uh, yeah. An ambiguously Middle Eastern accent, which I've already been using, edges into Rabbi Pastor Abraham's voice, and his eyes darken slightly. What made you say that? <laughs> After he conked me on the head, Van Shrimpy went through my pockets. He left the nine bucks in my wallet, my my credit card, and my subway card with all the one stamp. He's a frugal guy, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the good father. But he took the note with your name and number. Didn't they phase out those subway cards like 15 years ago? Yeah, but I'm only missing the one stamp. Dot, dot, dot. Which is one of the funniest lines of dialogue that you can have in any... In I any love book. that. I love the dot, dot, dot. Forget that. Look, Josh, I'm worried about you and about me. Something sinister is going on. Please don't call me that. Don't call you Josh, but that's your name. My name is Yeshua Ban Avraham. Father Vince stifles a laugh. Something funny? <laughs> so, sorry, it's just Yeshua Ben Avraham? That's a bit much, right? 
I mean, if this were an end times novel, that would be some pretty clumsy symbolism. <laughs> the kind that bashes you over the head. He tenderly touches the bump on his skull. Well, it's not a novel. It's all happening. Oh, that's the first reference, I think, to it's all happening. Yeah, I love that. I love that. It's just hard for me to get used to calling you Yeshua ben Avraham. You know, <laughs> since you were my Sunday school teacher growing up in Grand Rapids, I've always known you as Josh Vandersma. <laughs> Rabbi Pastor Avraham squeezes his little fists tight. My great-great-grandmother was half-Jewish. I told you that. I'm a messianic rabbi pastor. Why can't you just accept it? Okay, okay, sure. Calm down. We've got bigger fish to fry here. We need to figure out what this televangelist wants with us. It's a little embarrassing, but I'm actually afraid of that little guy. Avraham speaks slowly, deliberately. Yes. (laughs) Clearly there are forces of great wickedness at work. This is more than just a coincidence. What coincidence? First he wants to meet you, then he takes my number from your wallet, and now you want to meet with me? Is that not a coincidence? Definitely not a coincidence. (laughs) That may be, in fact, the best example of not a coincidence I've ever encountered. (laughs) This is obviously about our meeting with that lady and those robed guys the other night, and... The High Council. Yeah, 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 the High Council. And Van Shrimpy has some interest in the same scenarios that you guys were batting back and forth and your wacky interpretation of the book of Revelation. Revelations. <laughs> Rabbi Pastor corrects. Dude, that might be my favorite line in the whole book. <laughs> no, say the next thing. Emphasizing. No, emphasizing the plural. <laughs> I don't <clears throat> I don't think that's... Uh, all right, sure. <laughs> I don't want to get caught up in the details, Josh. I don't like this one bit. I'm Episcopal. I don't even believe in the rapture. Now you've dragged me into this mess, and there's a leg-pressing, Bible-memorizing little televangelist out to get me. Leave it to me, Abraham says reassuringly. (laughs) I can sort it all out. Shalom, my friend. (laughs) He abruptly stands, walks out the door of the coffee shop, and into the storefront next door, home of the ultra-chosen Beth HaKavod congregation. (laughs) (laughs) He passes through the small sanctuary into his study and plops down in the desk chair. Abraham has calls to make, calls of cosmic importance. He pulls the large file drawer from the modest sheet metal desk and slides it up against the wall. He then reaches up into the void behind the top drawer, hands searching frantically. There it is. His arm emerges from the desk, a small tube tightly squeezed in his dainty fist. From within the cardboard tube, he retrieves a rolled-up sheet of paper. At the top of it, in large block letters, it reads, Do not open till our day. The rest of the page is filled with seven names and telephone numbers. He picks up the handset of his phone and punches the first number. Section break. Coach Duke Morrison is tipsy. Wrong day to play Tim Van Drinky. The game usually just calms his nerves, but for whatever reason, Dr. Van Shrimpy was on fire in today's episode. Rapture this, Israel that. Morrison feels his legs wobble beneath, beneath him as he stands. The phone rings. I feel like if you don't do Coach Morrison, the, the whole world is a mess. Uh, yellow. Ow. Coach Morrison has just pushed a stapler up against his face, resulting in two small <laughs> puncture wounds. He shakes off the pain and tries again for the phone. What? He demands. It is I. The man on the other end has an accent. Moroccan. Maybe Saudi. With a little Danish mixed in. Rabbi Pastor. Duke's blood goes cold. I'm sure you know that our day is upon us. It is time for us to act. The Bible college was decades ago. The Tribulation Fellowship is old news. 
Most of its members have strayed from the path. This is true, but I will call them to action all the same. You gonna call the dwarf? He can hear Rabbi Pastor Avraham swallowing hard on the other end. Yes, and the professor. Uh, don't tell me you're gonna call... Yes, I'm calling everyone, but you need only worry about your part in the puzzle. It all hinges on you, Dookie. <laughs> Dookie? <laughs> Ted, I feel like you're doing, like, an impression of Weebus's vocalization of your character. Like, he like yeah. he was so influential that we yeah. can't think apart from... You know, Weebus has really touched the culture at large. Why aren't and, we and, still flying? And by that, I, and by that I mean this program. Um, where are we at here? Are you sure this... It all it all hinges on you, Dookie. Dookie yeah. And then Dookie says, uh, "You sure this is necessary?" Of course, as it says in Habarit Chavasha. What's that? Rabbi Pastor sighs. The New Testament. Why didn't you just say that? We haven't the time. But we haven't the time. <sighs> Goodbye, Duke. <laughs> <laughs> Click sounds from the receiver. Duke hangs up the phone and rubs his knotted neck. He has game film to watch, playbooks to update, and three people to kill. He reaches for the backup bottle of doors. Coach Morrison freezes. Standing there, framed in the doorway to his office, is Dr. Tim Van Shrimpy in the flesh, a grin on his face, and a pair of nunchucks in his old man fists. Oh, dude, I love our book. <laughs> I, You know, I hate that we have to stop, actually, because I really love the next chapter as well. What's the next one? Settlers. Oh, dude, that's the yeah. money. No, no, don't say it like settlers. Settlers. Yes. Settlers ah. of Catan. Dude, settlers I can't wait Nebraska. to do one of these live, dude. Dude, next time it's going to be live. We should uh, we should have Erin uh, read one of her chapters too. Oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, just to to have it in the in the can, as it were. So, dude, this is the best. I love our book, dude. I, I love, love our, our empire. I love our empire and our company, and I'm so excited about uh, about the new book, about the Gut Check uh, Guide to Publishing. Which I um, happened to finish layout on about 20 minutes before we started recording. Dude, that's amazing. Where are we at on cover? Have you guys shot the uh, the idealized desk for the... The pictures the have been shot as well as oh, the back goodness. cover, which is the more realistic desk. Now, I'm a little saddened and I'm a little hurt uh, because I haven't received uh, the image via text or email, man. I, I want to see this idealized desk. It is clean. Oh, it's clean and it's brown, It is brown, it? yeah. I want to <laughs> see it. Michael, don't let him leave. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I wanted to show it to you when there was you know a title on it and that sort of thing, mm -hmm. rather than have you know incrementally no, build no, in your mind. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. I will. Uh, I will wait. I will let the anticipation build. And it will still be out by Christmas. The other things I said that I would do by Christmas, which was yeah. uh, paperback of Reraptured and ebook of Mega, are not going to happen. You know what? None of that matters, man. The only thing that matters to me right now. Uh, and the only thing that matters and, and gives my Christmas purpose is getting out the Gut Check Guide to Publishing. Because your Christmas and the enjoyment thereof are tied to productivity. That's it, man. And that's my whole problem. You know, <laughs> that's, as, what upsetting, that's what's upsetting about the dynamic of the group. That's what's, the, that's what's wrong with the dynamic of the group as per like you know minute 20 of this episode when we delved into that in some, in some great detail. We don't want to relax and we don't want to chill out. We want to we – wanna, I can't come up with two things that – yeah, no, we want to work. We want to be productive because you know what? I don't know why I couldn't come up with that. It was, that was easy. It it's seems. okay. It was kind of easy for me, but it's okay. Don't beat yourself up over it, okay? <laughs> I don't want you to talk like that. But uh, but but you know what? The fact that we're productive, that's what makes us moguls, and that's what uh, that's what has allowed us to be um, as successful as we've been running this gut check empire that we have, man, which is just such uh, 
such an amazing thing. And, uh, and we do appreciate, uh, all of our fans, even the ones who don't send us free stuff. We love and appreciate you as well. Uh, keep the five star fawning reviews pouring in. Uh, if you're so moved, keep the free stuff pouring in. And we will see you next time. Baby, it's cold outside, even in California. I know I haven't sent you any swag recently, and I'll try to rectify that in 2016. Also, I'm sorry that the Rockstar Horchata deal didn't work out. Not really. Anyhow, I just wanted to wish you, Ted, Zach, and the entire Gut Check Army, a heartfelt Feliz Navidad, Merry Christmas, and a most excellent New Year. From the Weebuses to you and yours. You are the wind beneath our waves.